Oh my god, hey guys. Oh my god, hello everybody. Ashley, how are you doing? I'm tired. Oh, <laughs> I bet, man. What's been, uh, what's been happening this week? This week, um, um, since we last recorded, I returned from the Netherlands and I have been taking the train to Dublin and back every day at um, that's a lot mm-hmm, getting up at half five getting home at half nine or later and it's great mm. <laughs> question mark <laughs> what a life to lead I know right such fun such fun what 100%. have you been up in the last up to in the last week um <laughs> I went to London at the weekend which mm. was great went and saw a ballet and just hung out and did some stuff and apart from that just marking nothing other than marking fabulous like i take a load of books home i mark them and the next day i come home with another load of books like how and once i finish the the worst thing is usually when it's like halfway through a term and i'm marking books i'm like do you know what once i've done these books that's us done yeah but once i finish marking these books i then have to mark their fucking end of unit assessments (sighs) it feels like Two days last week, I marked until 11.30. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, Tonight, I finished marking the reason that, well, we're later anyway because of Ashley's trains. And then Mm -hmm. we're even later because we were supposed to start at 9.30, but I had literally just finished a set of books at 9.30. Like, Mm -hmm. it's relentless, but I love my life. And I literally pulled up on the pavement at 9.26 and was like, get the... (laughs) Get the rice, get the broccoli, get the chicken. We're having dinner on the podcast tonight. <laughs> mm. And I'm having dessert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is not deep fried food today. Not it's today. It's crumpets. Uh, interesting. I wouldn't have necessarily thought of crumpets as a, as a dessert food, but mm. they are delicious. Nutella crumpets. Oh, well, you didn't mm. You didn't specify that. That's mm. baller. Yeah, right? Yeah. Freaking love that. They're like breakfast, lunch, snack. Uh-huh. Oh, dinner, nice. dessert, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. They can be whoever you want Multi-purpose them to foods. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love them. So. So. I feel weirdly, like, organised for this episode. Right? Like, I know what I'm going to talk about for every segment. Me too. Which I never feel. No, ever. me either. Especially the last few weeks. Yeah, no, I've just been coming on and, like, bullshitting mm. my way through. 100%. So this is exciting, I think. This is really exciting. Also, mm. I'm going to apologise again for the eating noises. I know there's <coughs> some of you out there who hate that. Queen of First Dates loves it. Oh, yeah. She absolutely adores it. So, really, this is like an <laughs> ASMR podcast just for you, yeah. Queen of First Dates. <laughs> Enjoy. Shall we do our first session? Yes. Session? That's not called a session. It's called a segment. <laughs> let's do our first therapy workshop. Here and now. Let's go. Woohoo. Well, today we thought we'd follow on from our conflict quiz with an apology language quiz, um, which is from the same people that make the love language quiz, if anybody also wants to take it. And yeah, this one was a bit more straightforward this week. I appreciate I, I well, was able to be like, okay. See, I didn't massively like it. Oh. Because, first of all, I was confused. Right. Because I have never taken an apology languages quiz, but I assumed it meant, like, the way in which you apologise to people. Like, how do you apologise? But it's about how you want people to apologise to you. The same way is that how you want people to show love to you. How you... Basically, what you read as an apology. I think because... It, in my head it goes hand in hand with the conflict which mm-hmm. is how you give conflict I think right. I expect it to be how you give apology and right. I found some of the answers like shockingly similar where I was like well either of those or where I was like because they were written really formally mm-hmm. which obviously like you're not going to chat to your like mates and family and, and relationship people yeah. in those formal registers yeah. uh, like and because I'm tired and was like in the middle of marking said books, I was just like getting infuriated because I was like, well, none, none of, of these them. things. Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm not going to say, oh, I don't want someone to say, oh my goodness, I apologise to you so greatly. Yeah. What can I do to make it up to you? Yeah, like, no, don't say no. that. <laughs> Please. No, yeah. But yeah, but, um, but yeah. it was like. I kind of wanted them to say yeah. everything to me. I was like, 
I want you to do an apology is all of these things yeah together or and so, yeah and some of them are situational yeah yeah mm. but anyway it wasn't difficult to do no and there are five apology languages just there like there are. are five love languages shall i do a little breakdown of them whilst you munch some more dinner yes i love your breakdowns let me hear your breakdowns mm. so i am going to read the love languages let me find them so one of the love languages is you want people to request forgiveness so in some relations a mate wants to hear their partner physically asking for forgiveness so you want to hear a person say do you forgive me or do you will you still be my friend i'm so sorry another love language is expressing regrets and this is known as the apology language that zeroes in on emotional hurt so you want people to like recognize that they are guilty or have emotionally hurt you or feel some kind of like shame for doing that Mm -hmm. another one is accepting responsibility it is very difficult for some people to admit that they're wrong and it makes them doubt their self-worth and no one likes to be portrayed as a failure but sometimes when we want to hear an apology that is what we want to hear Mm. people accepting that they're wrong the fourth one is is this the fourth one yeah make restitution which Mm. is basically if someone has wronged you they need to do make up for it in some way they need to pay for their wrongdoing and the final one is oh did you just hear that noise i think that was my my fork (laughs) against my plate (laughs) oh it like it sounded like an electric noise in my microphone like it was very sharp Mm. but Anyway, it just scared me a little bit. And the fifth one is genuine repent. So actually, you want people to genuinely be sincere and give you a sincere apology. Mm -hmm. So I am going to guess for you that your main love language, I reckon your main love language is accepting responsibility i think that you want people to accept that they are responsible for the things that they've done to you you just gave me a look that tells me i'm correct yes <laughs> <laughs> i do feel like we know each other quite well like i feel like i'm good at guessing these for you yeah because yeah when i was going through them i'm 45 percent accept responsibility that's quite um, high it's quite high um i think the things that i liked about the except responsibility one was kind of like i think they were the ones that most recognized not only that somebody's been hurt but what exactly was it that caused the hurt and recognized Mm. exactly like understood why the situation not necessarily because yeah it it comes across as i mean like why they're wrong but like more so they understand the situation and they understand the validity of your emotion which i kind of honed in on and was like yes that's what i Mm. need so yeah so that's my win one and then it's followed closely by Mm. expressing regret at 30 percent and what's your least my least one one is hold on let me scroll um gen oh yeah genuinely repent is my least (laughs) one you don't like it when people are actually sorry no well it was like well see the repentance isn't just like repentance is like see it reminds me of like when you confess and like religion and you have to go and be like oh oh i've like it just was so like flamboyant and too much flourish and just a bit like (laughs) all right like repentance seems so much about the person who's done the thing wrong Mm. rather than the person who's been hurt so i was like nah i don't care about your feelings i don't care like nah i'm not i'm not interested in like how bad you feel or how shit you feel that you've done this thing i'm concerned that you've done the thing you know i'm concerned about me yeah (laughs) this is not your moment all right so yeah that's how repentance came across to me as like very much like someone trying to tell you how bad they feel and it's like well to be honest mate i probably feel worse if you've done said thing in this situation so yeah and then like my other the other two are very close like 10 percent, 15 percent uh make restitution and request forgiveness just kind of yeah. sitting sitting in the low middle there but yeah very nice mm-hmm. i think hmm, let me let me let me scroll through these again i think that hmm are your top two close like mine or are yours quite stark 
My top two are thirty five percent and twenty five percent. So okay. fairly, like bearing in mind, all of mine are under thirty five percent. There, there, yeah, yeah. I think, I think your top two it has to be between repentance and requesting forgiveness. Like actually being like, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Ooh, requesting forgiveness is my lowest. <gasps> Ooh, okay. I just but I'm not sure if that's like the way it was worded mm-hmm. because like every time it was like oh will you forgive me I was like yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. Want, like no it felt like awkward yeah um <laughs> no I won't <laughs> yeah like just you've uh, said that. <laughs> exactly but genuine repent is my top one mm. um <laughs> and <laughs> the way I so <laughs> all right all right <laughs> I read in the genuine repent ones, or at least the ones that I think were genuine repent, the idea about like either like what can I, I need to change going forward or like can you like help to hold me accountable or like can we work together to Mm. change my behaviour? And I like that vibe. It Mm. feels like a very like therapy vibe, which like I am down for therapising people Mm. and it made (laughs) it feel like mistakes are learning curves which yeah. I enjoyed and goes quite well because my my second two are accepting responsibility which I think like links close to it and mm-hmm. weighted equally is expressing regret and I think in order to accept responsibility and to repent mm-hmm. you have to express some level of regret so yeah. I think my top three like very much like link together yeah mm-hmm. and then I had make restitution at 10% and requesting forgiveness at 5% mm, okay nice yeah yeah I, think I enjoyed it that's really interesting it's interesting that you read into like the therapizing aspect of it because I also noticed that it was like very much like I've done something wrong and this needs to change and blah 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 blah, blah. I suppose yeah I was kind of coming up from perspective perspective of like, I don't want to be your fucking therapist. Go tell yeah. that to your fucking therapist. Whereas I'm like, yes, let's work <laughs> together and make you a better person. <laughs> but I like need to be needed. Like that's mm. such a thing for me, which we yeah. discovered in a different quiz that we did. I'm absolutely sure. Yeah. And makes me feel like next week we should do attachment styles. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. Because I've done this multiple times and I'm pretty sure I always get the same thing. But obviously, like, you can have a mix of attachment styles and mm-hmm. different attachment styles to different people. And I wonder if, like, now I'm in a more stable, long-term relationship. Will it I have mean, changed? Yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that I have always come up as securely attached. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> and I wonder if being in a long-term relationship has affected that at all like mm, yeah. sometimes i sometimes i feel securely attached to my relationship and sometimes i don't oh well find out next week everybody to see <gasps> tune in healthy or not <laughs> Woo! i find it no judgment really... on anyone's attachment styles yeah. guys. first of all yes i find the attachment we... styles uh really interesting for the reason that it kind of is supposed to have stemmed from your childhood Paris and yeah. how they how your, yeah how your parents kind of give love to you as a child i feel like that's interesting i feel yeah. like a lot of people could learn something about their own romantic relationships by looking at how they interact with their parents but anyway yeah and this is also it i'm like looking at my parents including my absent father and i'm like i'm securely attached <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> Are you shitting me? But hey. Can we take this test again? (laughs) Yeah, literally. There's something wrong here. (laughs) The machine is broken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for this quiz. Yeah, that'll be fun. Ah, but yeah. Tell us what your apology languages are, if you're at all interested. How value... How value? (laughs) How highly do you value repentance, restitution, responsibility, Asking for forgiveness. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And the other one. <laughs> the other one. Regret. How much do you um, value those things? I'm ready for some news. So am I. And I feel like, well, I don't know. I'm not sure. I feel like our news could again be somewhat 
potentially the same i'm gonna tell you right now that it's not okay okay unless your news is like specifically about brighton it's really local news then like nah it is it Uh, it is not about it is not about (laughs) brighton we're safe this week folks we're safe shall i go on my uk city deep dive first and then you can like give us a broader yes please worldly perspective on whatever okay okay news is going on i mean my news literally is going to affect 10% 10% of our listeners if that um good well listen but I just want to yeah I want to bring something to everyone's attention okay which is that in Brighton and Hove mm-hmm. our bin men have gone on strike oh no oh yes and oh no they've gone on strike over a lot of things and yeah like with most lovely young liberal left-wing people who uh-huh. we know and love yeah. um I support the strike they're striking over, you know, a pay, yep. working conditions, mm-hmm. and also the fact that um, post-pandemic, they have been massively harassed by bosses oh. Um, oh. and, you know, labour shortages, as yeah. as we're all suffering. Yeah. So support the pandemic. Uh, no, don't support the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> Hold on. So I support the strike. I don't do not support the pandemic. <laughs> This is like the time that I tried to I like. I don't know how one would support them. <laughs> become a super spreader. Yes. <laughs> Be a come on hygienic. Yes. Don't um, wash your hands. Yeah, literally. Support the the for everyone. <laughs> don't do that, please. <laughs> don't do that. Oh um, but but I support the strike. However, it started on October the fourth, so we're now. Ooh, okay. Like eight days in. Hmm. Or maybe it's well it started around then and it's going on till the 17th and right. we have communal bins in brighton and hove like the majority of places have big communal bins so we've yeah. got the big bins at the end of the street ashley they are like horrendously overflowing there's again there's a facebook group called brighton bin watch which is fucking <laughs> hilarious oh i'm loving God. these these facebook groups and people are just posting pictures of the most horrendous bins and like the wow. bin bags are like blocking pavements some in some places they're like going into the road and they're making it really difficult to like drive and right. or like park mm. and like there are rats and oh, yeah. like it is just fucking vile and the bin men are talking about extending it and i'm like i really support the strike but like please 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 come back to work like please 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 now please also i would hate to be a bin man going back to work to that you know like well see someone said this to me they were like but surely like like not that they didn't support the strike but they were like surely they're like in like stabbing themselves in the back a little bit because they've then got to deal with that but you know bin men work shift work so they're only gonna do yeah. their shift it's not like they're gonna stay until like one o'clock in the morning clearing up the bins yeah, yeah like, but it's still not a nice like easy oh shift it's gonna be fucking to get no. back into the thing yeah you but know? you know like time will go quick that's about and you only you can only clear what you can clear exactly we need and to tell the them that we'll get the rest. <laughs> don't worry guys you can only clear what you can clear don't worry about it that's that i mean i want them to come back to work now because yeah, yeah. it needs clearing yeah. but also you can only clear what you can clear okay <laughs> just so we're clear um, on that <laughs> <laughs> but it's something that's affecting my day-to-day life i can imagine it's not that i didn't already have a huge respect for bin men but yeah. like i didn't realize the like amount of waste it also shocked me on like a on like an environmental level mm. the fact that like two days after the bin men were striking like bin bags started piling up outside bins and i was like oh we we make too much waste like this is this is bad yeah but yeah it just like it gave me a newfound respect for them and i did always respect for them but it i I don't consider them in my day-to-day life and now i do do you people if i like not know how to compost or some shit like well we don't so brighton and (laughs) hove the only green city in the uk Ooh. we it's appalling we don't compost we don't oh. do any food recycling you have to specifically order a separate food recycling bin and it's really like not super easy to do we don't um recycle tetra packs so like carton yeah like juice cartons or milk cartons or whatever like my oat milk comes in we don't do right. that oh, okay we don't recycle certain types of pl- plastics so we'll right. do like plastic bottles but you know like if you buy a punnet of raspberries right don't recycle that plastic it's shocking right. interesting yeah. can we Appalling. contact the green party 
representative for Brighton Hope and be like, I think I'm on the fuck. me, Miss Girl. I don't know, don't know who you are, actually. Uh, it's Caroline a, Lucas, the fucking head of the Green Party. Caroline, Miss Girl. Yeah. Can we, can we get some, you know, better recycling and, you know, composting happening here, please? Please. Can we, can we get a little bit of this? Because I'm, so, I mean, Belfast has food composting. And uh, this is Belfast. Yeah, like, this is Belfast. Belfast, Belfast gives lives no like, fucks. Belfast that lives 50 years behind everyone else. Literally. <laughs> like, we don't have yeah. electric car charging points. But you've got compost recycling. Yeah. But hey, that's my news. I just wanted to express some love for bin men, some concern for the environment, and and also petition for them to get back to work. Yeah. And just repent my own anger at the bins and the council petition and the people that are treating me like shit. Petition for the Tory party members to take up the shift work of the bin men for the remainder of the strike and the delay in that strike as well. (laughs) <laughs> honestly might do that I yeah. paid so much money to see Boris Johnson clearing up shit from the street oh, yeah. ah this is my news but did you see I think it was today um, climate protesters defaced his statue um, <gasps> no but I love that yeah it was, it was really great well I say defaced they just kind of like dipped his hands in like black paint and then like smeared like handprints of black paint over him to kind of be like your hands are dirty, Boris. What you mean? I, I yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, that was that yeah. was fun. Support it, support it all. Oh, oh, that's mad though. My friend who lives in Marseille, that happens a lot. They have a lot of trash overflowing Marseille. Well, apparently, uh, according according to her, it, like, there's a frequent bin men strikes. France France loves a strike in general, but um, France bloody loves a strike. Yeah, I mean, I bloody love a strike as well. But so, I mean, same. Not as yeah. much as the French, so bloody hell. No, yeah, that's shit. I hope, I hope there's a solution. Thanks. Me too. Yeah. I don't know what it is. No, I mean, me the either. government needs to give them what they're demanding, yeah, whatever it is please. they want. Like, give it to them give, and then give some them more. Everything like, they want. Yeah, literally everything. But everything okay. they ask for. Because do you know what? They know better. Because they do the fucking job. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah. Ah. Tell me your news, which is, I'm sure, not the same as mine. It is not. It is not. My news is entertainment-based, and it, you know what? It's spicy. It is spicy. It's <gasps> Well, like, I know what it is. Um, You may not have watched the piece of information, but you'll maybe have heard about the controversy, Um, and it kind of also leads on from our discussion many, many episodes ago, where we talked about Lil Nas X and DaBaby. Um, oh yeah so this week last week this past week <laughs> um yeah dave chappelle dropped a new netflix special oh trans yeah 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 <laughs> god you you yeah so i've read about this yeah mm, it's an interesting one and i watched the special and i have to say i didn't know what the special was going to be about and i was also doing something else i think i was writing something so there was part you were what i think i was writing Grind- something i think i, was I like, thought you just said grinding something oh, from like uh, in my meat grinder <laughs> i was just like whilst watching netflix just, just grinding just away sausages at home um and so i was i think yeah i was thinking i was writing something working on something and i uh, wasn't like, paying attention to all of it, but there were some things that sparked my interest. Some things made my ears pick up, and basically the kind of stand-up. It's, it was supposed to be a stand-up comedy show, but it really just turned into him just saying, "These are the things that I think, and this is why I think you should agree with me." And I was like, "Bro, stick to what you know." Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're a comedian. You're not there to like, like, yeah, crack a joke. Be funny. I mean? And I have to say, because um, I feel like probably people have a lot of strong opinions about the special. I, like there was parts of it made me laugh there was parts of it that made me be like oh god i don't know like why are you saying that and then there was parts of it like genuinely touched me made me cry and i was like really yeah it was quite a bit of a roller coaster of things that were going on basically there's been a long-standing feud i don't want to say feud well feud it's not really feud i don't know what it is long-standing kind of well-documented public disagreement between dave chappelle and various aspects and pockets of the trans community um yeah and it was interesting his perspective on it because basically in his special he spends a lot of time comparing the black struggle to the trans struggle and kind of saying that the black struggle was 
is ultimately worse than the trans struggle and that's why he's allowed to say the things that he says and it's not because he doesn't care about the struggle but basically he has another priority is at least the way that I interpreted most of what he was saying. So that was that and then he also closed it by talking about a very close trans friend of his who was very much in support of him and ultimately ended up taking their life uh, a couple of years ago and I was very emotional to hear about it was very moving the way that he spoke about her and I think yeah ultimately the way that he handled things probably sounded like it would have been her cup of tea but I mean it's, I mean, the thing that he essentially did was the same thing that white people do and being like, well, see, my one black friend says, and it's a little bit different. Like his friend is now dead and he's very upset about it. And um, he's quite upset about the the comments that he gets and, and he relates it obviously a lot to her and like his friendship with her. And obviously because she's passed away, it feels a bit like very, it's like a sticking point for him. But ultimately I, I came away from the special you know, obviously as a non-black person and also a non-trans person. So I can't really speak on either of those issues really well at all. Yeah. Um, but I came away from the special just with the perspective of like, it sounds like he's really missing the point of intersectionality. <laughs> yeah. It, he started talking about how he wanted to like clear the baby of any wrongdoing and be like, you know, like it's... It, it was interesting the points that he made because he was like, you know, you're talking about a guy who, before he was super famous, literally shot up somebody and killed them. But his career's been taken away from him, which I think is maybe a bit of a stretch as well. His career's been taken away from him because he disrespected the LGBTQ community. And he's like, this motherfucker literally killed somebody and nothing happened. But he says something offensive and he gets all these repercussions. How does that add up? And basically his point was like, black on black crime is treated as like a non-issue and I see the point but again you've got Lil Nas X in the center of this yeah and also you know like sure did he not go to prison I mean I don't know I didn't even know he'd murdered someone but surely he didn't according to Dave Chappelle which I don't know because this is it like if he did actually murder someone then surely he would have gone to prison and if he hasn't gone to prison surely he's been found in some way not guilty of that or like, you would like or it's not that widely that known America, about. Like, there's so anything can really yeah. happen with. But like, there, but. it because it feels like with things like that, not that, not that it is ever justified. Not that like you do your time and then everything's fine. Like mm. murder whoever you want. But like, like that feels like a different issue. Oh, it's and entirely also, different. <laughs> like, and when he murdered someone, he didn't have the platform. If if and when he killed someone, he didn't have the platform he now has. Yeah. And it was more than just like platform to kill somebody to murder someone. (laughs) And it was more than just like didn't he say something about like if you've got HIV or something, unless you've got HIV, which is like more than just about the the LGBTQ community. It is also like significantly about the Black African community who are like much less likely to go and seek out HIV help than other like white and and minority communities and like also is about like other people who are like suffering because it has been passed down like familially etc yeah. etc et yeah. and like I just hate this whole thing of like well I am focusing on like one struggle and therefore like I don't care about your struggle like why are we playing struggles up yeah. against each other and even if you're like I can't be active about your struggle because I feel so passionately active about my struggle that's fine but you don't need to bring someone else's struggle down yeah I think that's the thing because he was because he did repeatedly say that he did care about their struggle and that he did have sympathy as somebody who <coughs> has their own struggle and Mm. um so that was a point that he made but yeah he does that at the same time of kind of taking hits on it as well and kind of placing (coughs) his struggle above theirs essentially and it is just an issue of like you know if you care so much about the black struggle and the black (coughs) issue like maybe like maybe then it's useful to talk to somebody like Lil Nas X who has to deal with both (coughs) of those things and mm. you know understands how those two feed each other understands yeah. how homophobia hurts the black community mm. and how racism 
is also a massive component within the LGBTQ community. Like, mm-hmm. it just can't be looked at from like either or. You just right. have to take these things in like <clears throat> context of each other. And I feel like Dave's show did not do that, and therefore he did not add any further yeah. interesting points to this conversation. And his perspective is his perspective but it ultimately is not a very interesting or great one and at the end of the day (laughs) I think he missed the mark extremely widely and he was trying to be very careful but he still missed it so far yeah so I read something on I think it was on Instagram or like BBC News's Instagram or something Mm. that was basically like a claim has been made that's so so netflix have have since fired a trans employee uh, yeah i saw an article and i that. don't know who's made the claim i don't know if it's the ex-employee or someone else mm. but the claim is that they have fired this trans employee because they tweeted about the special mm. and netflix has obviously denied that but yeah i found that like an interesting like n- extra layer because yeah. like Why if is like i have it their way to protect but, us like but I have it written into my contract that, like, I can't talk negatively about the school on social media because, like, that would be... Oh, right, yeah. Like, a, a conflict of interest and a problem. So, like, could it just be that? Like, it is if they are contractually obliged to not talk about something or to not talk negatively about something on social media? Or yeah, are they being that Netflix is a kind it? of conglomerate that would insist on that kind of thing. Oh, fuck, but, yeah. But, I mean, it is just then. I, sp- I mean, I don't know, because I think... That's also not me saying that Netflix is okay. No, yeah. I just, like... No, yeah, I think yeah. it's just... I understand that that probably is a clause that they have in their contracts, but it's just a little yeah. bit more difficult with a company like Netflix to, like, sort those things out internally. You kind of need external public critical eyes to make any kind of change within those kind of companies. I can understand why Netflix would have that but at the end of the day, Netflix I'm talking to you. How are we supposed to exact change without any kind of external whistleblowing and critical thinking coming from people who are not slaves to your corporation? Anyway, but I thought yeah it is an interesting turn of events and this story, this up to date story is unfolding rapidly as the days go on. In front of and, us. Uh, in front of our very so eyes. We may or may not revisit it. Probably not, because we often say we will, and we yeah, just don't. So we always just forget. So it depends <clears throat> if it piques our interest again. We're <laughs> so privileged of us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, interesting. I'd be curious to hear what our listeners' opinions on the special yes. was, if they watched it. And also in general, I might have to watch it now. Like I mean, I obviously like like it is. Inter- have no I have time to say, in life. it's interesting to hear somebody just very forthcomingly be like, "Listen, this is where I'm coming from, and if you don't yeah. like it, don't take it." But that's this is what I'm saying. Yeah, but also like, but it's easy to say if you don't like it, don't take it. But when you have a massive platform like that, and you're also putting it out there on like Netflix and getting a fuck ton of cash to do so, this is it. Like, it's in, not like, like me on my way. Twitter account, which is private and like yeah. has like less than five hundred followers, to be like, oh, if you don't like what I'm saying, like fuck off and unfollow me. Like, it's not that vibe. No, yeah. But yeah. Exactly. I don't, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's interesting for sure. But yeah, get in touch. Tell us what you think. <laughs> talk back. Oh, yeah. Give us a talk back Yeah. Talk, yeah. <laughs> it would be it'd be lovely if we could have like live callers now. Wouldn't it? Oh my God. Like, like the Stephen so, Nolan show. Go in. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dramatic. Well, here, I'll tell you what it is. Stay I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is right here. Do you know, see, <laughs> see these ones. See them doing <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly it. it that is you sound like all of the northern irish people yeah everyone who phones into the stephen nolan show at least yeah yeah literally oh, dear. are you ready for section number three i am so ready and you know what i have a response from the friend that i dropped in the shit last week oh so do i i have a response from my friend who we talked about last week <laughs> was this georgia georgia because yeah georgia. my friend that i was like ranting about her ridiculous fears she sent me in a clarification apparently i told it wrong so you know <gasps> oh, you no. can be the judge of whether the actual story is 
more or less insane than the story that I told last week. And she's yeah. also given me a couple of other short ones that are just insane. Yeah. <laughs> just insane. yeah. I mean, in all fairness, that is literally what we asked for. I so. mean, it is. It's definitely physical <laughs> brief. But it's just funny because, like, she said, like, this is these are things that genuinely, I genuinely know play on her mind because she said these things to me before multiple occasions. I love this. So it's not like she's just being like, oh, I suppose. No, she genuinely is concerned by these thoughts. They're active thoughts. Yeah, they're <laughs> active thoughts. But yeah, so anyway, I'm going to read her statement verbatim because it made me laugh a lot. Amazing. Um, she said, so after last week's blatant defamation... I am exercising my right of reply. <laughs> Go on, Jen. Go on. Which she has. She does. She has. Yeah. <laughs> I asked for it. Um, she says, no, I am not afraid of throwing used tissues or any such things in public bins. But I remember we had a conversation once about using toilet paper as period pads when the situation unfortunately demands it and i think we had this conversation she's trying to embarrass me now and i think we had this conversation because you said you had to do it and you were afraid it had fallen on the ground because you were wearing very large underwear (laughs) (laughs) i'm loving the drama that's going on here i did i did say that Anyway, we were talking about this and I just told you that any... She said, I just told you. (laughs) It was nothing, really. I just told you that any time I had to resolve... I had to resort to the use of toilet paper like this. I was afraid, mind you, knowing perfectly that is completely irrational, that if it would fall on the ground, someone, somewhere, sometime, would be able to run a DNA test and find out it was mine. (laughs) I really, really can't believe we've got to this point. But I'm enjoying it. Keep going. Let's, let's oh, that's, see what that's, uh, what. that's the to- that's the like bodily fluids fear. Like that was this similar to right. George's. That was like the DNA fear. So she just, and it's but, only linked to period blood. It's yeah. It's only it's only linked to the specific experience of when she has to use toilet paper instead of a period pad or tampon, which and... is quite a specific. I mean, it's something that I had to do today. So like, I feel All right. Yeah, yeah. I feel you know the, the struggle. Feel. But I, I do. she fears that the toilet roll will fall out and not that not that she'll be actually implicated in a crime. That's a genuine fear, potentially. She just is afraid that someone's going to be able to run a DNA test and be like, oh, this is Jen's. <laughs> As if they know everyone in the world at any given time and they're just like, oh, that dirty bitch. She and then, yeah, they, period they blood. <laughs> figured out that she has a period. Yeah, they're just, they're just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, because oh, most people funny. don't know about my period in all fairness i have just outed myself a bit there uh oh we've given ourselves away and um she has amazing yeah yeah great she has two other um fears and i really should have googled just this. two i wish she yeah. had more yeah i know <laughs> i mean these are the this i'm telling you this is scratching the surface with this girl i promise you that um, maybe we should just do maybe she should be our next guest <laughs> i mean i did suggest this to her i was like honestly Jan, this is just you in a nutshell <laughs> i can't think just describes you perfectly um, please come on the show we need you yes please jen come on the show and tell us all of your paranoid thoughts <laughs> tell us about your mental disorders for her leave that that's mean <laughs> No, I'm joking. I'm saying that like these are things that upset her, and we're just gonna laugh at her. Like that's not that's that would that would be mean. This is what that's what. I mean. <laughs> um, so the next story that she has is a very short story, but there's one word that I don't know in it, and I don't know if it's a French word. Oh, interesting. Um, or if she just didn't finish the sentence. But um, she says, "I feel like I'm losing a lot of hair, and a part yeah. of fearing that." I will become bald. Apart from fearing that I will become bald, I think I developed an imaginary sensitivity on the top of my scalp, hence fearing that my fontanelle... Oh, yeah, that's the soft bit of your head that, like, babies, like, like when you're a baby, it, like... Oh, okay, so it's... a it's, really... Yeah. It's, it is a... It is, it's it not is a, a French, thing. It's not a French word. It's just she no. didn't finish the sentence. That's all right. It's all right, Jen. Yeah, so she's afraid that the thing on a baby's head will cave in on her head because she's losing her hair. Uh, that is fairly irrational, yeah. Yeah, fairly, fairly. And then yeah. um, 
this one i think is, <laughs> this next one i'm I think... just imagining like at what point like just randomly when you're walking down the street like when you're washing your hair like at yeah, what point is it cave you know i don't know I, well maybe if she bumps it on something or something i don't know but like how often do you bump like very specific points in your head uh, yeah, anyway that's too... the point of an irrational fear it isn't is, it? I suppose. Up, why, are like... to, why are we trying to why are we trying to um and this one i think is is irrational because like I don't do it actively, but I can imagine that once I say it, people might do it, and I think people could understand why she has this response. <laughs> um, okay. She said, did I ever tell you about the time I almost fainted in a kringloop, which is a Dutch... A what? A kringloop, which is a Dutch chain of, like, charity stores, like, secondhand thrift stores. Um, kind of like an Oxfam type vibe. Kind of like an Ox- Oxfam. They specialise in like secondhand clothing and like furniture and dishware and things like this. Um, did I ever mention to you I almost fainted in a thrift store at their massive tableware department because I imagined the amount of saliva these plates and glasses accumulated in their lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but also, they don't accumulate them because we wash them. Yeah, yeah. So nothing is accumulating. No, they're not just... Like, yes, they have touched multiple things, but then, like, so has but everything. Also, like, we <laughs> all touch things. Yeah, yeah I, don't I didn't know. I don't know. I mean, I understand the glasses, but the plates, like, there's very few people who, like, actively lick, their lick plates. the plates, you know? But, yeah, I thought that was again funny and i was like no no you didn't tell me that was <laughs> you didn't tell me that you almost faded in a thrift store because you thought uh-huh. of liters of saliva <laughs> obviously you didn't tell me that <laughs> duh but i'm glad that you've told me now because that's very funny so georgia's response she messaged saying this was the 9th of october was that actually friday i think she i think she messaged I think me so no, it was on Saturday. So she messaged oh, really me on good. Saturday. So very speedy listener, which I'm into. We love that. We appreciate that. And she said, lol, I just listened to the podcast and I would like to confirm my fear has zero effects on my behaviour. I still leave my hair everywhere <laughs> and haven't even considered snotty tissues at all. I just think about my hair on a regular basis, which I think is fair. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I think as long as it doesn't interfere with your life then you're good to go. Yeah. Almost fainting in a thrift store by over saliva, however. Different vibe. Different vibe. (laughs) So. We love you, Jen. I know, we do. (laughs) I put this out um, asking for people's irrational fears and I put it out like at the end of the school day. I used to or normally give 24 hours of like responses and today everything's just gone on top of me. So it hasn't had very long and I've had loads of replies. Oh, fantastic. Some of them are like very normal mm-hmm. spiders public yeah. speaking oh yeah uh and the other ones are weird okay those are the only <laughs> two normal ones <laughs> someone has said all of my fear is irrational which like yeah same same I, I, adult life True. you can't can't argue with that one you know someone has said wooden ice cream ice cream sticks which no. i kind no, no, of no, get no, no, no. i'm sorry but you can't just i'm sorry people i'm sorry but I can't function if people just send something and don't fucking explain. What do you mean by that? I think I kind of get it because I have a... Well, I don't even know if it's that irrational. Well, it probably is. But, like, feel like I'm going to get splinters from them. But also, I know that they're designed so you're not going to get splinters from them. But also, sometimes when I finish an ice cream, I will chew on it, despite the fact that I am anxious about getting a splinter... And then I get more anxious about getting a splinter because obviously I'm like chewing on this wooden ice cream stick. So that's like an, an irrational fear of my own making. Well, I mean, if they're afraid of splinters, if that's the reason they're afraid of wooden ice ice cream sticks, then I'm going to be like, okay, fair, I understand you. But if there's some other weird reason that they're not disclosing, I'm pissed off and you better write in next week. <laughs> yeah, tell us. Actually, another fairly vanilla one. Mm-hmm. People in costumes where you can't see their face, like sports mascots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can fairly, see that. Fairly fine. Just a bit unsettling. Two people have said sharks. One person said sharks, which is funny because I've never met one. Lol. <laughs> met one. <laughs> <Nice> <laughs> Literally. And somebody else said sharks in a pool. 
<laughs> okay. Mia, if there was any controlled environment that you wanted Where have you to been? Yeah. <laughs> what pose are you going to? <laughs> But yeah. controlled environment to meet a sure, shark. Sure, you want them sure to be. Sure, you want them to be in a local swimming pool. You can get out of it like super easy. Yeah, the sea or like you would hope that they're they're like yeah yeah that is the word you don't want them you to be in the sea near you, which, 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 which is where they, they are. are. <laughs> 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 like, why does displacing them make it yeah. worse? Surely you're pitching at an advantage. But also in the sea you're not gonna see them but in the swimming pool you are so like you just wouldn't get in in the first place exactly. and there's no way a shark's getting in once you're in right and also who the what motherfucker is transporting these goddamn sharks and being like exactly i'm gonna put this in the local swimming pool I'm gonna freak the fuck out of some kids and sharks are fucking expensive right exactly. like that's a waste of money but also is it like yeah. scaring kids <laughs> is it ever a waste of money to be fair that's always worth it i'd do that for halloween if I owned a swimming yeah. pool. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, someone has said, uh, another teacher <laughs> has said, death by marking, lol. Which, at this point, I don't think is an irrational fear. I think that's oh, very, very rational. 100% possible at this point. Someone has said, having a heart attack or seizure while driving, which causes me to be incapacitated, which I get <laughs> all the time. You're but not even what? that. Not that I have a heart attack or like something like that. I have... Uh, which quite a lot of people have i have the irrational fear that i'm like all of a sudden gonna like do something like consciously do something stupid like turn my steering wheel and like go onto the pavement and hit someone or something like that like which is kind of like have you ever like been somewhere tall and like oh bless you sorry have you been somewhere tall and had the urge to like jump off the top even though, like, you know, yeah. like, it feels well, like that kind of not a fear. jump off, but throw something precious off. Yeah. It feels like that. Like, I know I'm not going to do it, but, like, sometimes I just have the urge and the fear that I will, like, just turn my steering wheel. Mm, and, and the like, more you think about it, the more concentrated it becomes and the more. And then I stop focusing resist. on the road and then, yeah, like, and anything then it's could really happen. Possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, someone has said. <laughs> Sorry. Are, we, are are human beings actually just lemmings? Because, like, <laughs> new thought. Because, <laughs> like, sorry, why do we have this impulse to just destruct ourselves? I don't know, but I kind of love it. Like, I love that every now and then. And I love what I love is the ability to like have these sorts, of, but also control them. Because that does <laughs> make me feel in control of my life, which Who I never we? feel in control of. I've got three more, which are great. Okay. One of them is stupid pregnancy scares when there's literally no risk. (laughs) And I would like to tell a story here. Okay. Okay. Uh, I believe I was in year eight or nine, so I was 14 ish. You were what? 15? 14. 14. And I had been to save my own, to leave myself with some scrap of what's the word I'm looking for? I've lost the word. respect something i don't know dignity Dignity. there we go thanks (laughs) (laughs) to leave myself with some scrap of dignity i'm not gonna say what i was doing but i had been getting up to some like mischief with a man over the weekend not we did not have sex Mm. we did not penetrate in fact i don't even think i touched or saw a penis just gonna put it out there okay well well, then what, what would Oh, I was convinced I was pregnant. Though. I was convinced that I was pregnant. Damn. I, like, to the point where, like, I discussed it with, like, there was a girl in my German class who was Catholic. Mm. And I was like, Not my mum's going to kill me. She was a really good friend. And she was like, well, my mum doesn't believe in abortion. So, like, you can move in with me. Like, it's <laughs> fine. Like, you can just move in with me. <laughs> and in my RE class, I had a tally at the back of my RE class, our RE book. Um, I sat next to a girl that I'm, I'm still friends with. I went to her hem party a few weeks back. And... Um, I, I had a tally of like days where I had not had my period. At oh, this wow. point, my period, it must have been year, year nine, but my period was so irregular yeah. that like I don't even know what I was stressing about. And then obviously the stress delayed it even further. Oh yeah, 100%. But every day, like we would make up a random percentage of like how definitely pregnant I was based on <laughs> how many days I'd missed my period. Like I'd go into Ari and I'd be like 73%. And she'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, oh. add to the tally. 
Oh, and then God. one day I came on my period and got to go in and be like, zero <laughs> percent! <laughs> it was great. Oh, um, wow. Oh. So yeah, that was a time for me. But yes, Those I do get that. high school bit. years. They're great. Else. The other two, <laughs> one of them, shouldn't laugh, but I can't help it, <laughs> says umbrellas, but... <laughs> <laughs> Only because my uncle got his eyeball caught in one and now he's missing an eye. I am going to ask. The the last two I'd like to point out the two weirdest ones are people that we went to university with. Um <laughs> Just if that says something about us. I don't, I think you'd have maybe met her like through me, but I don't think you'd have known her. But I find umbrellas like useless and irrational and annoying. Like just buy a fucking raincoat. (laughs) (laughs) Just buy a fucking raincoat. It works better. Okay. Yeah, I refuse but, to carry a, a separate device to protect myself from And also, like, you carry it, like, until it's you're using it, it's fine. Like, it's a bit annoying, it's bulky, it's in your bag. You use it, and then you can't do anything with it. You can't yeah. put it back in your bag. No. You can't, like, you can't leave it. Like, it's, it's fucking annoying. Yeah. It's really fucking annoying. Yeah. So... I am against them, but not... I don't have a fear of them. No. But... Will keep I thought my you'd eye appreciate... out for that, though. Uh, Wait... <laughs> I just thought you'd appreciate that one because it had an explanation with it. Okay, so. well, I mean, somewhat of an explanation. I still don't know how someone can get their eye caught in an umbrella. What is happening? This last one is someone that you do know. Okay. You are, you're going to have no idea who it is. Okay. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like a solid 90% sure you know them. And their name. fear is <laughs> being tied to a radiator and burning alive. Legit, a fear that I've had since I was about six years old. That's it. consume at six years old that told you that this was a like valid situation rational yeah no because to be fair to be fair when i was about six years old my biggest fear probably was like sinkholes or like swamps (laughs) you know because like in every cartoon the main character always has to try and get themselves out of quicksand you know like that yeah so that was my big fear as a kid not realizing that i did not live in any kind of climate that would provide quicksand but the radiator one, that's... You can't get behind it, no? Um, well, I don't think you'd burn to death, for one. Well, you've never been in that experience, so I'm no, not sure no. you can deny it. No, 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 that's true. But I think you could maybe burn your wrist if you're like... Oh, yeah, well, when you say tied to a radiator, do you mean like handcuffed to a radiator? Or like you literally... It doesn't back say. is pinned against a radiator... I was kind of thinking about this, because I... it's unclear. Because, okay, let's let's think this out, Right? Let's just let's just like yeah, think this let's, out. Let's think this. You know, yeah, why don't we think this through rationally? That would make sense. In films, I need to. I because I I can't let it go. In films, if yeah. you know, you're usually handcuffed to like one of those like metal radiators. In that situation, you're not going to burn to death. You might burn your wrist. The metal handcuffs might heat up, but you're not going to burn to death. Second scenario that I'm envisioning is your I'm actually back obsessed with how seriously you're taking this against this radiator and you're tied with yeah. like rope. If the radiator does overheat, which they're designed not to do. The <laughs> yeah, but they do burn. get fucking hot. They do get fucking hot, but the rope would burn and singe and break and you could get away. Yeah, but from what if the rope set a light and your clothes are flammable? Okay. Hey? Stop, drop, and roll, babes. Because you can get away from the radiator still. I'll just tell her I mean, that her fear is... It's a her? I mean... Girl, what's going on? I love that you are, like, more offended now. You know that they're female. You're like, we are cleverer than this. <laughs> exactly. Woman? <laughs> you have a Who degree. told you you could have these fears? Oh, my goodness. But I just... I'm curious where that came from. It's giving me 2019 Joker vibes, you know? Serving yeah. me Gary Glitter realness, this this fear. <laughs> serving that's me. Not, that, that's not a great vibe to be. No, to it's be not serving a great anyone. vibe. No. It's not a great vibe. No, no definitely not. Really. not. I'm, no, getting. I'm getting major whacking phoenix from this, and I'm not comfortable. And no. I think you should reflect on this. Also, who the fuck was that? Who 
Who the fuck is that? Of course. Does it make like a little bit more sense now? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That says a lot. Does she listen to this? I don't know. I'll ask. I'll uh, make sure she tunes in this week to hear your scathing reviews of her fears. I mean... But you know what? The people that sent their fears in, they know that their fears are irrational. Like, they are actively saying, yeah, hey, yeah. take this irrational fear that I am gifting you. Yeah, yeah. But I still get angry so, at people, you know? I still uh, get yeah, angry I mean, at people. We, we know you do. Because, do you know, because for whatever reason, and this is un- irrational of me, and I recognise this, but for whatever reason, when people tell me their irrational fears, it's almost like they're advising me that I should also be afraid of the thing. And that it makes really me angry. <laughs> that no, we literally asked people to tell us their irrational fears. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I suppose, yes, 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 we did. But it's, okay, so not, not this situation. But like, I was going to say, like, that's not fair. No, we it's can't not. Now no. get angry at people for that. <laughs> but in general, when people are like oh, this is something I'm afraid of. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up and stop telling me this. And stop trying to, like, get in my head, bro. <laughs> like, I... Because uh, I'm not scared uh, of anything. Bit obs- you're no- nothing at all, no? Well, that's not true. But, um... I don't... Facts. Well, okay, nothing. okay, okay, okay. I don't... Ha- mm. I don't have, Mm-mm. like... I don't know how to explain it. Because I, I was going to say, I don't have, like, anxious thoughts. I do have anxious thoughts. That's absolutely not true but they're very much like social related rather than like oh somebody's gonna find my period tissue (laughs) you're hung up on that one (laughs) but what makes you think that your social related thing is like more of a legitimate issue than anybody's non-social related thing well i just think kind of like spiders or like whatever i think everybody's somewhat concerned to point of how they're perceived so i think it's like Obviously, it's irrational, but it's not like, you know, I'm going to be tied to a radiator and burnt alive irrational. <laughs> so it's, like, it's, these, it's these, like, very specific situations where I just am, like, I get, I, I think I don't get angry at the person. I get frustrated that I can't be in their head to see where this thought originated from. What was the brain cell that produced this fuckery? Because what's... I just want to know. I just want to trace this root of the... I want to trace the source. The root of it, yeah. I, I, I kind of get that. I feel like you're being slightly unfair on some of our listeners. Probably. Who are just, you know, trying to share... no empathy. I'm sorry. ...part of their life with us. Yeah. I'm sorry. That we asked, that we asked for. We did. We did. We blamed it. But you know what? <laughs> we asked for with the premise that we would rip the back our side of them. Oh, yeah. So. In all fairness, I did not tell people we were going to do that. Oh, like, right. Okay. <laughs> I feel like people just know. Like, if I've asked you for something, like... They should know by now. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) 100% you should know. Don't trust me. Don't trust me with anything. Private service. This is not a platform for you to just tell me shit and, like, me to keep it private. That is is the opposite of what this is. Yeah, and do you think what we're going to just sit and go, oh, interesting. No, we're going to take the fucking piss. The podcast called Wise Up. Come on. (laughs) So, wise the fuck up. This was a good wee session. It's been quite... I feel like that was quite cathartic for me. It was. I enjoyed that. I got out some pent-up frustration. I'm gonna like have a shower, like cleanse myself of the filth mm. today, and like sleep really soundly after that. Yeah, I'm gonna follow you on that. Seconded. Whoa. Um, Whoa. I just have to like get something off my chest, which is okay. literally nothing to do with anything. Like so off topic. Okay. Um, but one of my best friends, Celeste. Mm-hmm. You, you, do you know Celeste? You've never met I her. Think- she has. No, I think I briefly met her. She performed in Belfast oh, randomly years yes. ago. Yes. So then. she came to surprise me. Yeah, that was up. So she is playing a gig on Friday and it's like one of the biggest gigs that she's done. And I am going to go down and surprise her. Like I've just decided fully on a whim that like I'm going to drive down. And I have to just so voice funny. it somewhere because otherwise I know I'm going to tell her yeah, and she does me. listen to the podcast but I know she's behind so this will go out on Friday and by Excellent. the time I get there on Friday evening she won't have listened but I just maybe like, I'll just put it out on Friday evening just to be sure oh <laughs> yeah I like called my mum on Monday and I was like I'm driving home I'm driving home on yeah. Friday and my mum was like is everything okay I was like yeah 
I'm going out. I'm here. Anyway. Have some dinner ready for me, mum. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I told my mum, and she was like, "I want to come." I was like, oh, "Fine, mum." Nobody invited you. No, I'm joking. Yeah, literally, mum. No, I'm glad she's coming. But yeah, I just feel like you know when you feel like really like I feel like a bit like it's Christmas. Like I feel yeah. like childishly excited for it. Oh, this is gonna be sick. Uh, but Ooh. I'm so bad at secrets. I wrote Peter a card the other day to say that, like, I'm really proud of him for, like, spontaneously quitting his job and shit. Uh And I was like, I'm going to post it to him. I'm going to post it to him and he's going to get mail because I love getting mail. And he's going to have no idea who sent it. So I, like, wrote the address on it. No idea. No idea. (laughs) Who would send him a card with my handwriting? Not me. Surely. (laughs) And uh, I put a a stamp on it and I put it in my bag and... um, didn't end up going past a post office mm. on my way home from school picked peter up was clearing out my bag at the end of the day and was like oh peter i wrote you this card and i just <laughs> handed it to him with the stamp on it and everything. he was like are you like there's a stamp on it i was like oh yeah i was gonna post it to you but like i just can't like i can't wait for the suspense yeah. i want to give it to you right now i want Read you to it. have Read it right now please <laughs> even though like it would have been so much better <laughs> And then he was like, I can post it to myself on the way home. I was like, no, don't do that. (laughs) That's a bit queer for his deity. (laughs) Yeah, literally. We were, were, me and Peter were talking about Queen of First Dates Hendu, which she is not (laughs) having. not happening. But it's shockingly a regular topic of conversation for both me and Queen of First Dates and me and other people. Interesting. Um, And he was like, for Queen of First Dates Hendu, you're going to have to, like, send her like, on a mission. The wedding. The no, 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 the Hendu. Mm. I've been given specific instructions. I'm not the maid of honour. Oh, right. But, you but I have to organise the Hendu. Right. Yeah, yeah. Despite the fact I'm not the maid of honour. who is the maid of honour? Sis- her sister. Right. Okay, wow. <sighs> so stressful. Yeah, but, um, it is already. Peter was like, you're going to have to put her in a large, large parcel and post her somewhere. <laughs> well shit <laughs> he was like and then he said and then you can cut holes in the box so that she can see the journey and i was like not so she can breathe no and he was like yeah well you know that do <laughs> oh my god well he's cracked the motherfucking code on that one he really has I, there, do you know what i there must be some kind of like you know like you know where you can like go to like courier service no <laughs> For humans. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Like, poster. Isn't that a thing? I don't know. But, like. <laughs> yeah, it's for a bus, actually. I know the way you can buy, like, an experience to, like, a fucking. Like skydiving, there has to be some kind of service that lets you experience posts from the perspective of the birds. No, there, there doesn't. That's no, there doesn't. The who, literally, who is going to do that apart from <laughs> and maybe her mom? Like no one. I'd consider it. You absolute bloody widow. I think. No, but think about it. You have to get in this like container. My irrational fear is you and Queen of First Dates spending too much time together and turning into each other. But see, I wouldn't be. I don't think it's irrational. I would not be doing it from the perspective of I just love the postal logistics. You know, I don't care. But I like. (laughs) Hey, you say that. I well, Queen of First Dates. I don't care. But if. I would just really be interested in, like, the ride. Do you know what I mean? You know, I want to go on the conveyor belt. <laughs> Instead of doing that, you could just, like, put yourself on a suitcase rack at a airport. I don't want to get told off or kicked by the men that kick the suitcases. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be kicked by the security. Okay. I'm sure... I want to go I'm to sure a the- controlled environment where they let you experience what it's like to be a parcel <laughs> that doesn't exist and on that note we're gonna leave the podcast here because i feel like i'm inside like my own nightmare my idea it was not my idea it was your boyfriend's Neither was it mine. idea it was your boyfriend's idea i just think i would do it, do it. That's what I we would also do it. we had a, a picnic on the train on the way up to london on friday and mm-hmm. he was like i wonder if queen of first dates will approve well, it's not an M&S picnic, so maybe she wouldn't approve. And I was like, stop it. We're, we're on a date now, okay? She doesn't need to be involved. <laughs> she is the third person in our relationship. It's not just any picnic. 
It's an M and S picnic. But the problem was, it, it wasn't was not an M and S picnic. It was a Tesco it Express. Was <laughs> it, it, it was Subway. It was a Subway. <laughs> And Queen of First Dates loves the subway. Well, I think that's a decent For some then. reason, there was a quote in third year of university, which was, Subway and Queen of First Dates vagina. And it used to be written on a blackboard. <laughs> it used to be written on a blackboard in Queen of First Dates house. And I can't remember why I said it. Or, or someone said it. <laughs> it went up my nose. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, okay. I can't explain it. Queen That's of First Dates probably can. She knows everything. Mess- she remembers mess- everything. Messages, Queen of First Dates. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> and we're gonna love you and leave you. We are everybody. Happy Friday! <laughs> Happy Friday! <laughs> what a way to start your weekend. Am I right? Honestly, who knows what's just happened? I Not don't me. No, I do not know. <laughs> But have have the best one, and uh, yeah. we'll catch you on the flip side, motherfuckers. You know? Same time, same place next week. Over and out. I was just thinking to say that. What? <laughs> what?